Hello! Howdy! Welcome to Desk Pop. Today we are talking about the female Ghostbusters, a slew of Pokemon announcements, and just how we're doing. This is Desk Pop. Hello there, everyone who is tuning in on this day. Hello! And thank you for your patronage as you digest our words into your brain. I really hope that you are able to take away bits and pieces of what we say and implement it into your daily life in a positive way. Today is all about positivity. <laughs> life is great. Life is worth living. And might I just say... I am just, I'm speechless, Brian. It's the start of gay pride. It's a great day to be gay. <laughs> you can, you can just feel <laughs> the positivity in the air. It's radiant. The support illuminating out of this household right now. Wow. Could light up the night sky. So how are you doing, Andy? How are you doing? Well, first of all, this is desk pop. Let's just remind you. I'm just reminding everyone right oh, now. I thought this was the Rainbow Corner of Positivity Welcome Power Hour. the Rainbow Hour. Connection. The Rainbow Connection, yeah. That has to be a podcast. Probably. Also, I was I was talking to Dana earlier about the Hawks for Cox <laughs> organization name. <laughs> and I don't think that there are any rules saying that you can't have explicit words in an organization's <laughs> name and until such a rule exists i'm going to have to convince somebody of that community to start a hawks for cox yeah hawks for cox organization and i know what the logo is going to be it's going to be it's going to be a hawk and a chicken holding hands that's great i right? love friendship right unlikely animal friendships so good um so all wholesome anywho i i thought i i would update you on that <laughs> but other than that i've been i went through my first sore session which is an orientation for incoming freshmen or um first time college students is what we call them. virgins you might say yes uh, we want to go ahead and just lower their self-esteem right off right off the bat right that way that way we break them so what's yeah what's the hazing process like um so hazing is we just ask them 10 billion questions about their major okay and oh is this your first time coming to the school mm. what's your major mm. what classes are you looking forward to which high school did you come from? What was your favorite class there? Do you have any funny stories about your campus? Do you nobody? Do you know anybody else here? Do you nobody? Do you nobody? Are you a nobody? Are you a nobody from the popular franchise Kingdom Hearts? So that's cool. I went through that session. It was okay. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. Hmm. There were there were there were a lot of. Um, there were a lot of presentations the first day. In fact, it was all presentations from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can't spell presentation without present. 
PowerPoint, 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 PowerPoint. They hated it. Yeah. And they kept glaring at the back of my head as if it were my fault. It was. We did all the presentations on the first day so that we wouldn't have we wouldn't have any presentations on the second day, so the second day would be very fun. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying that to keep my group at ease, but they were still upset. And when the second day came, just the smiles on their faces when I said, Oh, it was so worth it, right? We, it, it made it all oh. worth it. Child's laughter. People don't really understand until you're an orientation leader, <laughs> but when you look into the eyes <laughs> of your group, you just you just love them all. Oh. You know? Yeah. You just that that's just how it works. So if there if there are any if there's anybody out there who are thinking about being an orientation leader but are just too scared to make the leap, just know the love comes naturally. That's so wonderful to hear. Everyone give a round of applause for Andy. Thank you. Thank you. It I'm just trying to do my job and I'm really looking forward to getting paid for it. <laughs> How are you, Brian? I am excellent. I recently got back. My It was my boyfriend's birthday last week. We went to... <laughs> I recently got my boyfriend's birthday back. <laughs> I got my boyfriend's back for his birthday. I uh, got his back. <laughs> I got your nine. Uh, so we went to an amusement park called Carowinds, which is on the border of North and South Carolina. Whoa. The tagline is, where the Carolinas come together. Mm. <laughs> uh, we rode some roller coasters. He's very into roller coasters. We rode everything. Every roller coaster in the park, I believe. We went to the water park the next day. Played mini golf. We went zip lining. It was a pretty good little vacation away from home after graduation. I really enjoy water parks. I'll be going to Slitterbahn for Father's Day. So, for my birthday, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Yeah, it'll 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 be nice. But water parks are great. Yeah. Theme parks are great. Where do you stack this up compared to the other theme parks you've you visited? I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the experience of who I went with. But as far as theme parks, I I guess my litmus is Fiesta Texas, probably. Okay. And I like that a lot more. Have you gone to the Six Flags in Dallas? I don't believe I ever have. That one, in my opinion, is the best Six Flags Hmm. because it has Mr. Freeze, and that is my favorite roller coaster of all time. Okay, interesting. Yep. I won't describe what it does. Great. So don't don't even try. So, Andy, (laughs) let me ask you a question. Let me answer your question. When you go to bed at night, yep. how do you sleep? Because you will no longer have to just normally sleep. You will be able to Pokemon sleep. And how does that make you feel? I don't exactly know how it works. but I No am, one does. I am looking forward to increasing my Pokemon catalog while I'm sleeping. If I'm even able to sleep, knowing that... <laughs> At any second, a you're going to be too could, excited. Could hatch on my smartphone. Whoa! Thank God for Pokemon Sleep. It's a great idea. The logo looks fake. That was what I wanted to talk to you about. The it, logo for both Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Home do not look like they were 
really made by Game Freak officially. I don't think they were. I think they probably... I mean, I'm sure they're outsourced probably, like, the same way Niantic does I'm sure Pokemon that's Go, what they did. But... Because Pokemon Battle Masters... Yeah. That... Or Pokemon Champions, is that what it is? I think it's just Pokemon Masters. Pokemon Masters. That looks... Lots of Pokemon news this week. In yes. this gauntlet of gaming news we have. Pokemon Masters is reminiscent of previous Pokemon logos. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. It it just... Game Freak definitely made that logo. As opposed to Pokemon Sleep and They Pokemon hired Home. someone on Craigslist to make the Pokemon Sleep logo. They just opened up a template on the Adobe forums on generic medicine boxes and just slapped the Pokemon logo on it. Slapped an odd version of Pikachu onto it. The Pokemon Sleep logo reminds me of the logos on medicine boxes that I would see in a Walmart trying to find medicine. I mean, that may be the case. Maybe it is medicine. We're going to, I mean, they didn't say what it was, so we're going to be at the counter at Walgreens. You're going to be trying to find something for your cold. Do you want Z-Quill? Do you want NyQuil? Oh, no. Pokemon Sleep will do the job. Why is Jigglypuff not on the box? That was also what I was going to ask. Why did they not have a different mascot? Because Pikachu doesn't, Pikachu doesn't exemplify sleep. Snorlax is the embodiment of sleeping. Right. <clears throat> it's Snorlax. Yes. Like, that, that is he. It's Snorlax. Whoa, like relax? Yes. Whoa. With the addition of the word snore, which is what people commonly do when they're sleeping. <sighs> like that. Sounds like an imitation. It sounds similar to a sound a pig would make oh yes well how do you feel about all this all these pokemon games coming your way games with a question mark because we're not certain that they're actually games i don't necessarily care for any pokemon game that is announced for mobile Pokemon Go was really exciting because it was one of the first. There had been Pokemon games on mobile before Mm -hmm. that Pokemon Go did. The only other Pokemon game that I'd played that I really, really enjoyed on mobile was Magikarp Jump. Okay. So I'm kind of off of Pokemon mobile games. As far as console, I'm very much looking forward to Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Ching. What do you think about these these Pokemon developments? In terms of... There's so many. In terms of Sword and Shield? Whoa, 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 whoa. Speaking of developments, they also announced that those shirts are available. Yeah. And I think they're available for purchase now. Because oh. I've seen people on Twitter starting to post pictures of the shirts that they've ordered oh and luckily no one's ordered the pokemon combination that i'm planning on getting so would you like to describe to people what this service is and what it's going to be yes so if you were to enter a parallel dimension 
in which our recording equipment did not mess up during the recording of a podcast. We 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 talked about these Pokemon shirts. There are these custom made button up Pokemon shirts, and there's one for each of the original 151 Pokemon. They or all have... more to see. To and... be a Pokemon master. <laughs> they're they're great. Each one has a unique design, and it doesn't look bad. And that's the big thing about... This is the big selling point. It doesn't look horrible. And you can customize what you want the inside of the shirt to look like, what you want the outside of the shirt to look like, what you want the button colors to be, what you want the uh, front pocket pattern to be. And I'm planning on getting an executor shirt with a execute pocket. Because I think that's going to look really neat. That would be excellently cute. Yes. Anyway. (laughs) So check those shirts out if you haven't. They're pretty cool abstract renderings of Pokemon on some of them. There's also, which we didn't talk about last week, the Unique Low Pokemon Design Tournament? I don't know what it was called. I think it was a tournament, yeah. So or be- a competition. So people design t-shirts for Uniqlo, uh, partnered with Pokemon. And and that's a shirt brand, correct? Yes. Okay. And they chose winners. The, the grand prize winner was going to be able to put their design inside of the new Pokemon games. It was very exciting. They got a cash prize for the top three places. Looking at all the shirts that they have available, they launched June 24th, I believe. They're very, very cool. But there was a scandal. Bum, bum, Detective Pikachu was on the case because... Did you come up with that? Yes. Because the grand prize winner had in some other places, I don't know if it was a Redbubble or something, had already published his t-shirt design. And that was against the rules. It couldn't have already been available for sale. I'm curious who was the one to leak that information because obviously I don't think oh. the creator was the one to no. say, hey, I was selling these shirts on another service. I'm sure it was someone who was disgruntled that they didn't win. Me. It was Andy. Me. But even more curious, they have decided to not put anyone in that winner slot so no one gets their t-shirt featured in the game. No one gets the grand prize of, I believe, $10,000. They just are going to have a second and third place, which I think is a little fucked. I'd be very frustrated, and I also don't understand why they wouldn't just pick a different shirt. I don't think it would be that difficult to just slap in a new texture over the model of the shirt. I don't think that's what it's about. I don't think it's difficulty. I think it's more so the principle. Well, I agree. Yeah, I don't don't think they would have any trouble implementing the design. I think they just were jilted. Jolty on? They're Joel ticked off. Oof. 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 Yeah, I could imagine being upset, but not upset enough to take everyone's designs out of the game. But overall, I wouldn't have changed my trainer shirt to any of those anyways. I think I, I'm i more of a fan of abstract Pokemon shirts that aren't blatant references to the Pokemon themselves, mainly mm-hmm. because... In the in-game lore of Pokemon, that's like me wearing a shirt with a dog on it. Sure. 
But not only that, but having 10,000 shirts with just dogs dogs on them. But, oh, this is one where it's a sketch of a dog. This is the one where it's a really abstract, mm. pixelated dog. This is one. And, you know, there are some people out there who really like dogs. But I think that there are a lot more things to make shirts of that aren't animals. Pokemon shirts in all reality is great. But when I'm playing a Pokemon game, I'm thinking in-game lore. This trainer's not going to wear that. Why would they want to wear that? Or the stylish shirts that don't have their pets on them. Yeah, I just want to see a really cool shirt design in general being a Pokemon game. Why does it have to have Pokemon on it? Well, I mean, they they have built their entire existence around these beings. I just really like a really nice tropical shirt with with some with with executors on on it with some onions on it because onions are canon in the pokemon universe (laughs) due to the inclusion of sobble's pokedex entry onions are canon onions exist yeah we've already looked it up and confirmed that celebi is the onion fairy pokemon so i don't know where you got that from it's true where is it from i just have an innate knowledge of grass type pokemon i don't know what to tell you it just comes to me. It just comes to me. Yeah. That's that's really I'm a amazing. fairy. Celebi's a fairy. I'm an onion. Celebi's an onion. So quick aside, you may have noticed that both of us are talking in a different speech pattern than we've been talking in the last several episodes of Desk Pop. Would you uh would you like to explain a little bit the backstory behind this? So I have listened to myself recorded back. We both have. And I'm pretty unimpressed with how my voice sounds. Mostly because I think I'm unintelligible and I don't know how people (laughs) interact with me on a daily basis or even understand anything that I'm saying. So I'm really making a concerted effort to try and push the words out of my throat and into this microphone so that people can understand me. In fact, and I do not sound like a garbled mess. Thank you. Same with me. I'm trying my best to speak very clearly and also avoid using the word like. Because I say it a lot, and it makes me sound similar to a very small child. And I'm not a child. I am an adult person in the world ready to be heard. Ready to fuck. I just, I'm about three things. I'm about being heard. I'm about drinking Coke. And I'm about fucking. And I'm here to stay. He's about food, fighting, and fucking. I like to fuck. (laughs) I like to party. I like to pretend. <laughs> I like to pretend and kazoo. So, besides Pokemon news, yes, like I said, there's this entire wealth of new video game knowledge, new announcements, all extending from the presence of a conference known as E3. Yes. So, Nintendo is going to be there. Okay. Um, they're not going to present anything. They're just going to have a presence. They're going to have 
a Nintendo Direct on Tuesday. Mm. They're going to make announcements, show off things that they have already talked about already, and then they're going to be playable demos of their announced okay. games at, at the, E3. At the event. Yeah. So besides that, they've announced a lot already. Yes. Uh, they have even more. But is there any other video game-centric news that you are excited for or hopeful for or just feeling positive about and want to share your hot take on it? I am very excited to be in the age of HD remasters. People are bringing, people are are updating their old games and people are remaking their games from the ground up. And I think people are putting a lot of focus on old platformers, which is what I'm really excited for because it's nice to see a resurgence in that genre, especially in regard to Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. There's a lot of talk about a Banjo-Kazooie remaster. Um, Battle for Bikini Bottoms getting an HD remake, which is I'm all levels of hyped for. They're making a remake of the Ghostbusters game the one good the one one with the women no the one where all the original actors came back so it's basically the original women right no i'm confused quick aside so all female ghostbusters movie is really bad and i really 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 hate to say this (laughs) he's a misogynist chris hemsworth is the best part about that movie and it's a shame given the fact that it's an all-female ghostbusters movie I think Kate McKinnon could have really knocked it out of the park if she had a more prominent role in that movie. And, yeah. I illegally watched a movie with Scarlett Johansson just to watch Kate McKinnon. Yeah. That was, like, two weeks ago. I've seen that movie, too, because of Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon is a gift of this world. She's wonderful. I feel like there's some unseen force that has some sort of reigns on her because whenever she really starts to get really funny i see some invisible like force pulling her back no you have to be a side character or oh we're gonna change the shot to scarlett johansson again or it is weird some that weird thing i can't that... think of a single thing she stars in explicitly she's great she's wonderful and i don't understand because i know that i know there's a whole Oh, they have to be really attractive to be the be the she's main person. She's not ugly. She's attractive. She's very attractive. Yeah, and she's funny. So yes. I don't understand. You know, put her in Ghost of the Shell. I would love to see Ghost in the Shell <laughs> with Kate McKinnon. With Kate McKinnon. <laughs> she recently did a Billy on the Street. Have you ever seen those? No. So Billy Eichner does Billy oh, on the Street. Oh yes, 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 yes. I've he seen that. Takes yeah. a celebrity around. Generally, they have a microphone. They interview people just going about their day-to-day business this last one with kate mckinnon they pretended she was reese witherspoon and tricked people into basically believing that they were meeting reese witherspoon oh that's great it was pretty funny i enjoyed it there was a guy who was like oh reese like i was at a movie premiere you were at and like i know someone who knows you like we're we're pretty much like we're so close we're like friends we're like friends and she was like oh yeah yeah thank you so much thank you Uh." that's great (laughs) but she is a treasure to this world and the all-female ghostbusters movie was Was so good it was victim of the writing and the director i think the director was also the person who wrote it 
That person was just horrible. It was a victim of the patriarchy. Honestly. It was never given a chance. It's a great movie. What was the name of the director? It was Paul... Paul Walker? Paul The ghost of Paul Walker. It's Ghostbusters. They had to get a ghost. Um, I, I think his name was Paul... I, I, I'm not, it was Paul something. Paul. We're looking Paul. at you, Paul. You fucking idiot. You are responsible for the you ruining. You fucked it up, Paul. I don't know whether or not I'm happy that that movie was bad, because now we're getting a sequel to Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That's what That's it's called. In the original Ghostbusters. Canon. Ghostbusters. <laughs> We're the Ghostbusters. More Busterders than before. We're the Ghostbusters. We're here to Ghostbuster. I'm ghost. a female Ghostbuster. <laughs> Hello. Now that now that we've taken that quick Ghostbusters canon detour. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, let, let's let's stay here for a little bit. There's a comic that I used to read all the time. There's a Ghostbusters comic series. Sure. There's a Ghostbusters comic in which the four main Ghostbusters get murdered, go mm. to hell, and then work together with J. Edgar Hoover to fight a a ghost army led by, I think, Al Capone. Whoa. They end up beating them all and then returning to their bodies. But it's really weird to think that they work together with J. Edgar Hoover because he invented the vacuum okay and also <laughs> there's also a comic in which there's a zombie plague yeah that i think started in the ghostbusters universe but it results in a crossover between ghostbusters teenage mutant ninja turtles gi joe and transformers zombie transformers are the worst man i don't understand how transformers play into the zombie apocalypse but i'm sure they would be very annoyed by it have you ever seen the Ghostbusters Saturday morning cartoon? No. I don't know what it's even called. The Real Ghostbusters. That's what it's called. It's called The Real Ghostbusters? Yep. Okay. Why? I don't know. And I don't like it. Are you, You're being you're being serious. Yep. I hate it. And you, you've seen it? I've seen a couple of episodes. I hate it. I remember seeing one of a man made of roaches, maybe? I don't. And I, I was confused because I thought, like, it seemed more Men in Black rather than Ghostbusters. Yeah, it it's really... I gotta look this up right now at this second. I'm so sorry. You continue talking. Okay. I don't like the animated series of Ghostbusters because they get one of the... They get Slimer and they just make him... They make him a Scooby-Doo type character where he's just the front man and... Oh, Slimer's always doing wacky shenanigans. He's the weird, zany character. And they're all very hyper-stylized. It's a cartoon, and it was back when... Possessed cockroaches! I found it! It was in a time where I think cartoons were geared 100% primarily for children, whereas now there's a lot of undertones and symbolism and story structure where it appeals to older people as well. But back then it was just no. Mm-mm. The only thing keeping people on this is nostalgia. Uh-huh. 
but I'll remain hypocritical and, and defend the things that I watch as a kid that have no substance. That's good. That's the American way, so you're doing Yeah. Doing the right thing, son. Anywho, so they're making an they're making a remaster of the Ghostbusters game, which is awesome. They made a they made a remake of Crash Nitro Kart. They made um or Crash Team Racing, I mean. And Is that what you mean? That's what I mean. And okay. they make they're making a remake of Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Link's Awakening. All these remasters are coming out, yeah. and I'm all for it, and I want more of them. So that's the one thing I'm very excited about because I feel like, oh, and they announced a HD remake of Destroy All Humans. Interesting. Which I loved that game. My brother played that a lot. My grandpa bought me that game, and he was very upset when he saw what the content of that game was when I started playing it. Yeah. He was very upset. On the back it said, make war, not love. And he didn't read that until after we bought it. And he was like, I don't like this at all. And I was like, huh, too bad, sucker. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> um, was that your grandpa or you? That was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On his deathbed, I, his deathbed, I plug in Destroy All Humans. I'm just I'm still playing it, motherfucker. You put the disc into his life support system played on the screen yeah you don't need this screen right i'm destroying i don't know how humans. that works i don't know how technology works but yeah i'm very much looking forward to more remakes okay well that's fun i'm glad you enjoy that i'm glad that there's an audience for that i for one enjoyed the spyro remake i think that was wonderful i am waiting for it on the switch so if I could just get that this week. That would be. I'm sure it'll get great. Ordered. It's just a matter of when. We both just know. Need it now. The switch is Florida for the games Things that are die. old people. Uh-uh. As games age, they go to Florida. And then the Pokemon series is like the young blood going into Miami, buying and selling drugs, partying dying too early yeah it's too soon too soon it's too soon sword and shield we've seen a direct of sword and shield and we've learned a whopping six pokemon i believe that were revealed in the trailer yes we got a black knight crow type thing corviknight and we got some other we got a generic sheep we have a generic rodent we saw all three of our starters again and we've seen two legendary pokemon one is a dog with a shield for a head and the other is a dog that just happened to find a sword lying that holds a sword in its mouth and just grabbed it yeah now with the current pokemon lore is the sword attached to the Pokemon? Is that a part of its body? So in the trailer, you can see he kind of opens his mouth a little bit and it falls, the sword. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that it's more so just an accessory of him. I almost want to see him sheath it like on his side or something. But I think that that would be very weird. Does this count as me being right with Pokemon having accessories? Um... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, and unless they can take them off, they don't count as accessories. 
Even okay. though I just said that. Unless they can actively take them off in-game and it's part of a strategy to change the armor, I'm going to say you're wrong. Now, you shut the fuck up, Brian, because... <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm very excited for the new game, I think. Are you excited to Dynamax? No, I think that's dumb. Are you excited for some Kaiju Pokemon? I think that's dumb. I think that's dumb. Duke Nukem? I think that's dumb. Duke Nukem, is that you? I think that's dumb. Oh. Well, let me tell you a story about how I was hoping My life we'd get turned upside more down. Mega Evolutions or Galar Region Forms. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that they would continue one of those two gimmicks. Yes. And... Me too. In line with how they typically do things, they have not continued either one of them. To our immediate knowledge at this moment... Wait, you're telling me you don't want any more Ultra Beasts? No. Okay. I want no Ultra Beasts. I want no giant balloon float-sized Pokemon that only some can do that. And I'm also, glad only some can do that. It's, I'd just, be, it's such a weird... I'm glad it's contained. It's like a contained but disease. I All I can imagine is just being in the stadium... And someone just drops a huge Pokemon out of it, like, throws a huge whatever. Uh, I know it's not, it probably won't allow, we've only seen smaller Pokemon become Dynamaxed. Yes. Besides, like, a Gyarados, I think is the biggest. I think that that will be a thing. I think that it'll be something about unevolved Pokemon or smaller than a certain amount. I think that'll be. Gyarados evolved and did it. I think, didn't Pikachu do it as well? Raichu did. But I'm thinking that there will be some sort of height limitation because I don't think they'll want... Just based on what we saw, we only saw one Pokemon, Gyarados, who was bigger. And better. Bigger is not always better. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little defensive there. Okay. Well, it was a nice. it was a nice return to the beginning of the podcast. Am I right? So which one are you going to be picking up, sword or shield? I really want sword. Or are sword. you going to go for that double pack with that sweet steel case for the exact same price as both games? Oh, are you wanting me to play the same game two times? Play you get a steel book. Uh, no, I'm going to get Pokemon Sword. Hmm. Yes, I am not a defensive type. Whenever I play games, I'm always a tank. Or an archer that is very heavily aggressive. So I'm just a tank with a bow. I'm never the shield or healer type character in any game. So I see no reason to get shield. I feel like I understand what you're saying. But when you say tank, I immediately think shield. No, the tank character is the one that blindly runs in. The tank character is the one that takes all the damage for the team. Yeah, well, also flailing and attacking everyone in a heavily aggressive front-of-the-line fashion. No. Yes. <laughs> it is front-of-the-line, but they're, they are the shield, the literal shield of the party. No. Yeah, tank is a shield. They take all the aggro, but they also yeah. deal most damage. No, tanks don't deal most. What game are you playing? You get the heck out of here. <laughs> what game are you playing that the tank is dealing the most damage? 
I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I feel like I'm doing, I do most of the damage. <laughs> what are you playing? Final Fantasy. Oh, no, sweetie. No. Get the heck out of here. <laughs> are you, are you serious? Yes. That's why they're. What's the, what's the name of the role that does the most damage? Damage. It's usually either casters or melee. I guess they have range too. There's a tank, a DPS, and a healer. So tank does tanks all the tanks all the aggro, takes all the hits. A healer heals them and the rest of the party up, and then the damage, the damage per second DPS, does yeah. all the damage. Sometimes in some broken MMOs, in very very big AOE pulls, tanks can hit pretty high damage but overall they're not meant to do damage we're gonna take another quick detour real quick <laughs> so the only mmo that i really play is final fantasy online and i i play it for one to three weeks at a time and then i drop it for several months and then i pick it up again that's good so that's my only real experience with mmo mmo lingo i don't communicate with other people with voice unless i'm talking with members of my discord that are playing at the same time that being said my vocabulary i guess is limited on mmos and i would say i'm a little bit of an mmo i've learned a lot just now person and i'm a little embarrassed if if i'm being honest but i think that my original statement still stands but (laughs) the wording need obviously now needs to be changed i will be getting pokemon sword because I typically play in a heavily aggressive offense fashion. Sure. Not reminiscent of a tank. No. And that's the end of my statement. So <laughs> I will be it. getting Thank Pokemon you. Sword, not Shield. And I'm just I'm gonna cry. Yeah. I'm just I'm just so embarrassed right now. I almost didn't say anything. Yeah, but you did. And then I was thinking about the people that I know who listen to this, which is about two. Out of maybe the five. Who also know that I play MMOs and know that I know information that would be contrary to what you said. And it would be weird that I didn't say anything. Well, I hope that they're all happy. (laughs) Do you hope it was worth it? I hope because it was, it was. I hope it was worth it. You. I hope my emotional pain sue me for emotional damages, please. I will. Yeah. I will. Great. Good. So, Andy, as we're nearing the end of this desk pop episode, can you tell me one thing that you learned today? Nope. I learned that Brian Sullivan <laughs> is an asshole. You knew that. <laughs> I've also learned that it is possible to overthink the words that are coming out of your mouth for a cons- consistent 40 to 50 minutes. Yeah. I feel as if I've only used the word like about six times not including the time i last used it which makes me very happy it gives you a triumphant feeling doesn't it it also makes me sound a lot more robotic 
Hmm. And I hope that over the course of the next several episodes, as we explore the continuation of this arc, as we explore the reaches of space and time through this podcast, we eventually learn to sound human again. We eventually learn to sound just like NPR hosts. But wait, we have one more announcement. So I signed up to be a Postmates driver. Oh. So this saga will be explored in future episodes. I have not received my gear from Postmates yet. Ah. But I imagine many a story to pop up through the course of my driving adventures. And I will finally be able to learn what it's like to drive... What it's like to drive. Thank you so much, Andy <laughs> Rob. I have one quick question. So are you offering to our audience that if they order Postmates, you will show up at their house? Specifically you? So one of the things that I was looking up in order to decide making, whenever I was debating whether or not I wanted to make this decision, I was trying to see if I could look at the names that were making the order. Because if anybody I know is making the order, I kind of don't want to deliver to them because i think that would be a little awkward but everything is made anonymous until you accept the order mm. so i would have no choice you have no until choice after i've accepted the order yes um accept the order so yeah let it into your life that, that's what's going to happen and i'm probably going to drive to the houston area and then start taking orders that way i'm not so if you live in Houston, in town. if you live in Houston, feel free to order a Postmates delivery. Andy will specifically come to your house. You'll be able to chat, invite him in, have some tea. He prefers Coke. Please keep the AC at a nice 68 to 70 degrees. I'll wear a jacket. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this Positivity Power Hour and Positivity Power Hour. I'm Andy and he's Brian and this is the Desk Pop Podcast. 